Throughout this journey of life, we all come across a lot of obstacles and battles. Training our state of mind to stay positive, motivated, and inspired to come out on top is the most important task of all. Buckle up, knuckle down, get ready for the grind, and go on to make your dreams come true. Interviews with professionals and how they find motivation, build confidence, and share their stories that can help you on your journey to create your roadmap for success and becoming the best version of yourself. You can win at life. You're winning at life. Get ready to start winning at life. Yeah, let's go. Welcome and welcome back to all that are tuning into the podcast today. Today we have a distinguished guest who spent years in law enforcement. And today we're just going to be talking about the intersection between some of the situations that are high pressure that you don't really get the opportunity the opportunity to understand the implications of the actions that you take in order to subdue the situation that you arise and i'm really excited about this because we're all in situations in life it may not be as high pressure as life on the line when we're serving such a admirable role in our society where we're having to protect society against the against the lack of awareness of those that are breaking rules, breaking laws that are putting other lives in jeopardy because of that, whether that's drinking and driving or selling drugs or any of those any of those things that kind of put other people subjected to any sort of danger because of being under the influence or um, just being quick to make decisions and uh, ultimately hurting people. So today intersecting in that you know, like kind of journeying out into the world of law enforcement, where there are those situations where you have to act in a moment's notice and hope that you're making the best decision. And I, th- and that may seem like you may be listening to this, those that are in the car and they may, may be wondering to themselves that, you know, I don't work in law enforcement. I don't have to worry about, you know, people's lives being on the line, but that's, it's all on a spectrum. It's all on a spectrum when we come to those decisions, those high, high intense situations that have that pressure on us, whether it's making a decision through work about who's going to take on what task in a management role or, or so on, even in kind of, you know, seeping out into the personal lives of how you treat those around you. It's always important to understand how your actions are going to affect those around you, how you decide on, what route that you are taking and you may not you making the wrong decision may not elicit a news headline or uh, or a body bag in in this in our guest's case but at the very you know in the very small level of things we do all experience these emotions and maybe sometimes the risk to reward is a little different but with uh, as far as just, I think this podcast is going to be, it's going to promise to bring highly engaged and informative for anyone interested in the importance of self-awareness and then how they can not only apply that through their personal lives, but also in the professionals as well. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome on Ben on this podcast. Um, we kind of kept his name, we're keeping his name and, and his agency of who he works for, where he's working at to uh, just protect his, not to you know, tarnish any sort of credibility of the high and uh, of the, you know, exceptional leadership and um, recognition that he's gotten thus far. It's a, it can be a sensitive issue, sensitive topic. Um, and we don't want to put any sort of pressure on that. Just trying to have a conversation about how different works, different lives uh, intersect. And, and just, you know, you still have a personal life, whether you're working a job or not. Um, but sometimes the fallout of a professional life kind of seeps into your personal life. So we always just want to make sure that he's protected and everything like that. But I'm really excited for, uh, for, for those that are listening to take, get some takeaways in this kind of distant um, reality that not most of us get the uh, opportunity to kind of have any sort of insight on. We kind of just look at uh, law enforcement as the uh, you know enforcers wanting to Oh, not wanting to, but typically if you have a run in with them, it's like, you know, your kind of day is a little, little on the edge at that point, but 
there are humans too. They have a life as well. They experience feelings and emotions. So I'm really excited for those that are listening in on this to kind of get this perspective of their side and uh, some of the things that they have to deal with and they have to go home and, and, and deal with as well. But without any further ado, here's Ben. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow will start. Tomorrow will start. And it's just like a cycle. So you have to really like keep yourself distracted and, or have a a good support system to, to be able to get rid of that kind of stuff, you know? What's what I've learned is it's not the, it's not the, the substance that's the problem. It's what it does for you. You know, that comfort that it gives you, it's that feeling of, you know, this is a good use of my time, whatever that, like, whatever that reason for you doing that, um, what that, you know, nicotine, that addictive, whatever the addiction is that it does for you, that makes you feel good. Like with alcohol, if it's, you know, kind of detaching yourself from that self-conscious and being self-aware, it's more of like, you know, my problem, when I do that, I don't worry about my problems. I'm worried about yeah. now, like what I'm doing now, I'm seeking pleasure, my inhibitions lower, um, and mm-hmm. so on. So that's what, that's what, uh, alcohol does. It numbs you. So you don't have to worry about your problems or deal with any issues right. that you have. That's what a lot of people do when they're like in a profession that they don't have, or they don't find fulfillment or enjoyment in. they'll live for the weekends and, you know, yeah, working yeah. in a bar down in Bowling Green, I see it like two years straight, saw the same people. And then I started looking at myself. So I stopped looking at those people and judging them like, man, they're in the weekend here every week and they live for the weekend. And I started looking at myself. And I'm like, I work here every weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you're, you're there like, too. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's like a, uh, really, you, you hit it on it a little bit, but it's, it's really just a distraction is what I think it is. It what it boils down to all of those things can be categorized into, into a distraction to get yourself away from your reality. And that's what I think all these companies and alcohol and, nicotine and vapes and all all the bullshit right like that's what they focus on um and if you ask anyone if you if they really told you the truth i think at the end of the day it would come down to being a distraction and trying to escape your reality um that's what i used it for and i'd be willing to bet that's what you probably use it for it's a distraction and um so it's really it's really interesting because of how common it is nowadays um you know, like in my profession and, you know, you're like, when you were a bartender, I see it all the time, but alcohol is like the, the big one and, you know, no one talks about it, but yeah. everyone talks about how, you know, they drink a ton and whatever and this and this, but no one talks about how much of a problem it is and the, what, what, what problems it leads to down the road, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole nother topic you could talk about, I guess. Yeah. yeah I mean, People, you you make it okay for you know to drink you know social drinking and anything like that. Then you start looking at your friend and your circles that you're around. And you're like, why is is it my friends that circle? Like, is it the alcohol the main focus of the group? Like, do we have to hang out just to drink? Is that like why we hang out? Are we celebrating? Yeah. You know, random like like March uh, St. Patty's Day for whatever reason. And I know in like your profession. Yeah. With law enforcement, like obviously this is a huge holiday that you know, yeah. keep on your radar. Yeah. And it's right because people I don't even know what St. Patty's Day is about. Um I don't either. And people just no get idea. it's just, just people of... get absolutely obliterated for no good reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And um the word... I think there's a there's a fine line, there's a fine line between what we're talking about now and then you know, you look at like you have a really close group group of friends that you trust that you get along with that you're going out to celebrate a wedding or whatever. Like there's a, there's a fine line. I think there, there's times where that's okay. And it's appropriate, obviously. Um, but for the most part, it's a lot of, it's a lot of distractions and BS for sure. Like, but like you said, I mean, St. Patty's day, I couldn't tell you what, what that even means. I mean, I know it's a big deal, especially down in the South, but I don't, I don't know what it's about. You yeah. Know, so. And, uh, and it's and there's a fine line between that and there's a, also a fine line between how much you're consuming. You know, um, when I was working in the bar and like these, and even on a week weekly weekly basis, I would see people come in with their consciousness intact. And when I was talking about how yeah. it separates from their consciousness, you'll see them walk yeah. out, and it's like, I mean, you see this, right? You see people that are yeah. so fucked up that. Yeah. There's like nothing going on, nothing, nothing no, registering nothing. in here. And it's scary <laughs> because it's a, so unpredictable. You know, you have no yeah. idea 
what this person's capable in this very moment or what's going through their mind because they're just so erratic yeah. and their their judgment is so impaired that it's just any wrong move could be misinterpreted and like you just have to you know at that point you're like i gotta think of myself how am i gonna continue to, like yeah. how am i gonna keep myself safe right yeah it, it's scary and uh yeah i mean i think you know you and i probably both went through that phase in like college mm-hmm. and again time and a place right but i mean and you learn from your experiences the best you can um but it's definitely i think you're right there's there's a lot of people that get to that point where it's like, you know, eh, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't be getting to this point. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I, and I am a big, you know, advocate, I guess you'd say for like people, you, know, you get home from a long day of work or whatever, and you pour, you know, a glass of wine or a glass of bourbon or whatever, and, and, you know, chill out and relax. I think, you know, there's a, definitely a, like I said before, a time and a place, but you know, anything in moderation is fine. And, you know, people are going to do what they want to do, but you're right. I think when we talk about the people that are just getting absolutely obliterated and then they're going out and driving or they're going out and doing X, Y, and Z, it's, you know, not a good situation at all. Yeah. And I think, um, so, kind of what I want to hit it on, what I wanted to hit on today with you is self-awareness and mm-hmm. being able to, and I think that over time, like people really lose the ability to be self-aware of their situations or, or like mm-hmm. their part in a situation. And, it's just, you know, like we were talking about with, you know, alcohol or any sort of, um, you know, substance kind of like diluting that ability to know what your, that your actions have repercussions and consequences Mm -hmm. and and even like good actions. I mean, some people don't even think, everyone wants to think about the bad things and like, you know, being in trouble, but no one really wants to focus on the good things of, you know, me doing something beneficial for someone that I care about or someone close to me or, a person that I have no idea that's a complete stranger and I do something for them. No one wants to think, be self-aware of the actions that they, you know, displayed there, but rather they want to focus on more of the negative sides, the negative connotations of things of like how your actions kind of unfold, which is the same because, you know, that's kind of lays a foundation out for society. Like don't do bad things because these bad things happen to, to good people or like people that are following yeah. the rules. And in your profession, I mean, I feel like you're dealing with a lot of people in a sense that push those limits and mm-hmm. being self-aware of where you're at, the situation that you're always in, um, mm-hmm. I think plays a huge role in that. Is that like, like, cause there's a lot of ins- uncertainty in what you do. Right? Yeah. In a long Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, and I think like, that specifically self like me, me personally i have a lot of self-awareness i don't say that in a bragging way i said is like a it's probably almost where it's a problem you know self-aware i'm self-aware of everything i do and mm-hmm. i think i overthink and analyze everything i think there's a lot of people out there like that um it can be a good and a bad thing but um, as far as like you know work specifically um it's interesting right because you have my side of it and then you have the other people's side of it so a lot of people, most people, man, to be honest with you, don't have any kind of self-awareness, at least people that I deal with. Um, and it's like almost shocking, right? Because some of the things that these people are doing or attempting to do, um, they think it's okay. And, and it makes you wonder, like, I guess, how does someone get to that point? And I think a lot of it has to do with how they grew up their lifestyle, their environment, where they learn that thing, when they learn those things from, because they learned it from someone um, mm-hmm. or, you know, no one told them that, that, that those kind of things weren't okay. So it's definitely an interesting perspective. Um, if I can speak for myself, you know, I'm super self-aware. I think that's what makes me good at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that carries over into personal life and everyday stuff too. So, yeah. yeah, I think you're probably like this too. You know, you're you're just so conscious of of yourself and how you look and who's looking at you and what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and a decision that you made. Well, did I do the right thing or did did I do the wrong thing? And, and that can really kind of hurt you sometimes. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, my like engaging and being self aware with with what I do with helping you know when I help families and and serve in my in my, in my occupation is a little less like under a microscope versus 
when you have to make a decision and when you have to help people or like have to make a split. Well, it's all relevant though. It's all relevant. Yeah. Um, I I don't, I don't, you know, you can say that and maybe it might be true, but at the same time, it's all relevant to what you know. And Mm. so in your world, that's like, that's it. You know, you're helping you helping families is like, that's it. Like that's the big one. And so, you know, you can compare it, but it's not really fair to compare because, my world is a lot different than your world and right. it's not a good or a bad thing, but like for you, those families, like that's it. And for mm-hmm. me, a certain event or traffic stop or whatever, like that's it, you know? So, but, but I see what you're saying. Um, but I do, I just don't want you to discredit what you're doing. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. No, I'm not trying to discredit what I'm doing at all. Um, I like, I understand like, it's just like the implications of me slipping up are far less, catastrophic to my yeah my be like my my occupation like i'm not i don't have to worry about politics getting involved <laughs> or you know like news headlines like no like if i make a mistake that's between me yeah. and I, you know what i mean um you know granted that nothing criminal like something happens with their personal yeah. information and stuff like that but for the most part like if you come up on like a traffic stop you're trying to help someone or handle a situation and things go sideways just because of lack of perspective and self-awareness on yeah. the person that you're stopping, right? Like you talked about, right. you obviously like you're so self-aware that you understand that people live a different life, you know, and like yeah. just like, Hey, I know that I hope I'm coming up with comes from, it has, has a whole history behind that. I have no idea about. I don't know this right. person. I understand that this person is a stranger. And sometimes it gets like labeled, like, you know, just a real bandaid kind of overview of what this person is. This person is a stranger. It's like mm-hmm. this person isn't not only a stranger, but this person went through events that have shaped them to be this person that we're meeting at this point in time. And right. depending on, you have no idea whether they're under the influence, like what sort of things may be like concealed. So like when you come up, there's a lot of things that go through your head that you have to be aware about. But then also, right. like, am I in a good position to react in these certain situations? So there's yeah. a lot of uncertainty that you're having to deal with in that given situation. Um, but then also having to take into account, like, how can I act this in the most favorable way with basically protecting, you know, making sure I'm protecting myself and, um, yeah. Career and, yeah. and most people they're tech, I mean, there's, they're scared. Like when they face uncertainty, it's like, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm unhappy with this job, but I don't want to, I don't want to quit because, what if I can't find another job though? That's the uncertainty yeah. that kind of petrifies them and, and keeps them where they're at. And it's like, you know, sometimes the evil that you know is better than the evil that you don't. And, but like you're facing yeah. evil that you don't yeah. know every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And like the uncertainty thing, um, everyone deals with it. I've dealt with, it. I'm dealing with it right now. And, um, you know, the uncertainty thing, it, it, it gets it gets weird right because you have so many different avenues that you can go down and it's like well if i go down this avenue um i can really screw myself if i go down this avenue it might be okay but i can screw myself even more and so you almost have to take a shot you know what you feel best and comfortable with um and sometimes it might not be comfortable at all but uh it's really hard to make that decision i just made one recently it was a big one and you know, it might not seem okay at first, but you have to just kind of stick with it and stay motivated. I think that's really hard for people nowadays with motivation and, and being self-disciplined and, you know, the whole list. I think it's hard to find. But, but yeah, I think you're right. And I think going back to, you know, like job-wise, um, that that whole – all those situations that you deal with during the day um, – that adds up to, then you start carrying it over to the house when you come home and it starts mm-hmm. affecting other people. And so it, 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 it all kind of correlates with each other. Right. Um, but with that being said, there is a lot of lessons that you learn and a lot of life lessons and you just kind of start to reevaluate yourself um, in a lot of different ways, just seeing how, how other people are and how other people act and how other people live. Um, and, and sometimes, man, maybe you thankful for, for what you do have. Right. So, no, I mean, I guarantee it. Like getting but, to see that that other side of how things could always be. Like everyone has yeah. that opportunity to be on the other side of things where it's yeah. like that one bad decision led down to this, down to that. And you had to go through all these string of events to hit that rock bottom and then maybe come to that realization that, hey, 
I was present for all these decisions that led me to this part of mm-hmm. my life. And then that's where you right. can start rebuilding. But yeah. and I'm sure you see like with, with family, I'm sure you've talked to families that are just in a bad spot too. You know, I'm sure you talk to people all the time where it's like, they come to you and like, they're probably like, dude, what, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I got nothing. So you're probably like, damn, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing you know, a lot better than these folks. So mm-hmm. let's try and help them or probably make you thankful for, for where you're at right now too. No, I mean, I enjoy being able to, you know, sit down with them and understand like how we can optimize things that they already have going on. It's like, yeah, it's not going to turn the world upside. It's not going to like, you know, fix everything out, like all the past, you know, decisions yeah. that led up to this moment right here. Yeah. <laughs> but what, all I would ask is that they would have, you know, the ability to understand that they need help and then be yeah, willing to accept help. And that's what that's it all it. comes down to. Most people get very guarded, especially in you know sensitive issues of like, you know, my occupation, what I dabble with. People get really um, guarded about those issues just because it's, it's taboo to talk about, you know, we don't normalize yeah. talking about how we can make sure that we can alleviate financial stress. And that's probably why us not wanting to talk about, you know, an issue probably is the reason why it leads to such stress in your life. And then stress being the number one mm-hmm. cause for cardiovascular disease um, and, and in a multitude suicide, depression, and in a multitude of things, just because, you know, most of the time you're, you get yourself in a situation where, you know, you people are relying on you. They're looking to, for you to like, you know, be there for them to help support them. And that's a lot of, you know, burden to shoulder. So then you're making sacrifices and um, not sac- well, you're making the, the choice and decision to accept jobs and, and things that are going to bring income into your household because they're available and it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that you can like, and that are just, you know, there for you, accessible to you. And you're not really looking at ways that you can maximize in yourself. <laughs> and the impact and, and the ability to provide for your family and right but um so like there's always there's always that side of things and when it comes to like and the, what i wanted to kind of get at with this conversation is because i don't think it whatever pr- profession that you're in there's always these decisions that go down and what i kind of want to hit back on is like when you talked about you know there's a, sometimes you're in a hard, you're between a, a rock and a hard place. And it's like, do I make this decision and this happens? Yeah. Or do I make this decision and then this happens? And it's like almost yeah. as bad. Or you have just have good intent about it and you just take a direction. You're like, hey, you know, this is what I felt right. And I'm just going to stand by it. And sometimes yeah. like, I don't think there's ever a, you know, if you sit there and you, if you're a good person, right, we're not sitting here trying to like get one over on people or, or, you know, hurt someone or put someone, you know, under the bus or anything like that. If we're, you know, genuinely looking at a, at a situation where like, you know, I morally, you know, this aligns with my values, this aligns with my morals, this seems ethical to do and you do it. I think that's always going to be the right, right, um, right route to take because there's always yeah. situations where there's good intentions, but bad incomes or bad outcomes. Like sometimes oh, yeah. we can even scale out to, you know, working, you know, working that nine to five at a factory, you know, I'm slaving away. I'm busting my ass. I'm putting my body on the work. I'm putting my body on the line to provide for my family. That's the good intention. And then you look down the line and it's like, I didn't properly, like, I was too worried about bringing money in and like helping provide. And I wasn't really thinking about the long end of things. And I'm mm-hmm. far off from the goal that I want to, or like when we're writing our acceptance or letters to colleges where we're talking about, solving these, you know, vexing social dilemmas in life and that these are the things that we're going to take steps to do, or we're going to be a rocket science, or we're going to be, you know, you know, pursuing these dreams. And then next time we look at, we're nowhere near our dreams. We're probably not even working a job with our degree. And we're like, where did it all go wrong? And it's just, because you know, you had good intentions, but it's just the outcomes are just like, just aren't there. So I think, I think like a big part of that too is, for me, anyways, in my experiences, I I would I, I think it's safe to say that I've experienced a good variety of things in my life, whether it's negative or positive. And the one thing, man, that's like really just helped me a ton with life in general is is talking to other people that have already been through it before, and you know, being able to hear from someone that's done it before is like such an upper hand for yourself. Um, I don't care what anyone says. They can call whatever they want to, but 
taking good advice from people that have been there and done that and been through it and they've they've got you know the shit kicked out of them before in a certain in a certain situation well then i can i can take that and say okay well this is what they did and this is their outcome mm-hmm. so let me do the exact opposite of what they did yeah. and, and then have a better outcome and, and i that's man i'm telling you it's just like anything else um connections and who you know and just taking advice from sound people is, is the way to go with pretty much anything I mean, you really think about it you know you look at your job that you're doing now everything you learn is is from your from your guy right i mean you you probably sat down and got taught the exact way to be successful the exact way to not be successful and so you're taking all this advice from people um that have done it and been through it and that that translates to anything you know whether it's getting married or not getting married and having a kid or not having a kid or getting a dog the list goes on and on and that's the one thing man about being self-aware and and knowing and being able to tell yourself hey i don't have all the answers yeah. And let me let me go outside of myself and, and you know pick other people's brain. I think that's a huge huge plus if you can really kind of accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when it comes when you're talking about like receiving advice or not even just receiving advice for someone but just you know listening, not having any sort of agenda yeah. pull it, just like actually just be with this person and listen to them. Because I heard mm-hmm. I heard something that was like you know, your friends always give you your advice, but your therapist will listen. Your therapist will yeah. ask you why, you know, like when you're sitting down with someone, when's the last time someone used like, you're talking about an issue, you're trying to like, cause the best way that a human being like actually thinks is through talking. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, this is, this is, this happened. This is how it made me feel. And it's like, why did it make you feel like that? And of course she's kind of like picking apart in a dev, like a, another level of that. And then you start telling yourself how to fix it. And that's ultimately yeah. how it's going to happen. It's people yeah. asking you why enough to where you're like, this is the underlying problem. This is what I need to fix. And then, yeah. then you can set out and then resolve that within you. Because you tell me, Ben, if you sit here and tell me, Aaron, this is what you need to do. Like, I mean, I've done this with people that ask me to you know, work out. Like, so you sat there and told me, hey, this is what you need to do. You need to wake up at this time, eat this, do that. I'm going to be like, okay. And then not do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, or I'll like have the yeah. best intentions, you know, I like, I like having that kind of almost virtue signaling, like, Hey, I want to be healthier. So I'm going to start trying to ask advice for people that, you know, like, and that's, that's a good start. Look around at yeah. people that you want to emulate, look around that those, you know, if you're looking around your job and you're, and you're like, man, no one has the lifestyle that I want. Well, <laughs> you probably make should a change, be working then. there, right? <laughs> yeah, you be yeah. working there. Or if you, if you, if there is someone there that has a lifestyle that that handles themselves well, well, that you're looking at them and like as much as that you can assume, because we can only assume so much. Everyone has some sort of perception that they're wanting to to want to give off that you know that people can see, and they're like, okay, this person is this kind of way. But we all got skeletons in our closet. We all got things that are going on. But if I can look at someone like, okay. You know, I, you know, I have a reasonable, you know, doubt to believe that this person is a good person. They have a good family. They do this, they do that. They have a nice house. They drive a nice car. Like I want to try to be more like this. So therefore I'm going to like spend more time with this person. And then eventually I'll start, you know, getting those questions answered. And then like, um, you know, answering them for myself by just Mm -hmm. being around and asking questions and, and picking apart and, um, or just devising devising a plan. And I think that's where it all starts is just being intentional, but also being self-aware to the fact that where do I want to go? You know, what's right. the impact that I want to lead? Where, you know, is, yeah. is this really a vehicle? Is this occupation really a vehicle that's going to get, you know, to where I want, where I find meaning and value and fulfillment? Because that's one thing, yeah. uh, kind of venturing into the men's health side of things. I think not having a purpose not understanding that your decisions have an impact that are beyond yourself where it's not you. I'm sure then that waking up and, you know, doing your, doing your patrol or, you know, having to make a traffic stop or something like that. I'm sure it's not all about you. It's like, you don't wake up every day to like want to pull someone over. Right. Yeah. No. It's like, okay, this person is a menace to society. They're driving this way. They're not following these standards. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to correct this before someone gets hurt because of their yeah. decisions. 
And that's yeah, what you're doing because you're not doing it about yourself. You're doing it for the service of others. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of people, if they don't have a purpose, they get very lost and they get very egotistical about how things mm-hmm. happen. And they're like, why is life happening to me rather than how is this happening for me? How is this helping me to grow, to fulfill that better per- that bigger purpose of my life? Yeah, I agree. And purpose is the biggest thing. As far as, you know, you hit on the topic of mental health for, for men specifically, I think. Um, having a purpose is huge because you don't have a purpose, you're kind of lost. Um, and the purpose can be anything, man. It doesn't have to be anything like, you know, that's going to really just inflate your ego or anything. It could be going to, if you love to draw and paint pictures or whatever, do go draw and paint pictures, dude. Like, who cares, bro? You know, do your thing. But, um, purpose is huge and i think nowadays man the the climate's so weird right like Mm -hmm. in today's society there's i think i don't know what it is but there's some even since we've been in high school right there's so many changes that have happened societally that i'm just like man you know there's a lot of people that i run into that are you know miserable or just don't have social skills or don't know how to talk to someone the right way or you know no one looks you in the eye anymore um Mm. i don't know what's going on but it's pretty scary to see um you know just how people act nowadays um and maybe that's just my perspective because i don't deal with the greatest people every day but i (laughs) I think it's safe to say dude that people just we're losing social skills we're losing that purpose every day we're losing that drive and that motivation to, to go out and do something every day because everyone wants it wants to be handed something um and so that in turn is going to affect people's mental health uh whether you're a male or female but the men the, the the male side of it man i think is super important um because it doesn't get talked about enough i think it's finally starting to be talked about a little bit <clears throat> but i don't think it's still the the norm or accepted to talk about it nowadays and uh, yeah there's a lot of dudes that are out there struggling whether the military it doesn't matter what you do right but there's extremes of every everything you talk about um but it's a huge problem and i do think it needs to be accepted more because i don't think you know if i if if i was going to work right now or what whatever the case may be and bring that up, dude. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I understand. You could you could probably just make an assumption. So there's got to be some changes that are made. There's got to be a standard that's made that says you know that makes it acceptable and okay to to be able to talk about the things that you're dealing with um, and to be able to get help because you know and I think you probably agree with me on this. Not you know a therapist isn't the answer for like most, most dudes probably, you know, we don't feel comfortable going to sit with a therapist that we've never seen before that probably don't understand what we're we're dealing with. So, and it's the right answer for some people, but um, you know, it it just, I wish it was more accepted for for other people because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with stuff Mm -hmm. and you would have no idea. Um, So that part of it sucks, dude. No, you're completely right. And I think COVID was a big stimulant to the the amount of social change that we've seen our society operate on now. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were COVID, we were isolated, and it was like we're humans are a we're communal. Like we need a community, we need mm-hmm. people around us. And then that just kind of ramped up the TikTok, the social media, the Snapchat all communicating in those little bubbles of things. And then it's kind of hard to see an action from there. Right. Yeah. I, you know, it's kind of hard. If I told, if I texted you a meaning, which you probably don't, I mean, I don't get, no one gets like meaningful <laughs> texts, like out of the blue or anything like that. Or it's like, Hey, listen, you helped me through this. Thank you so much. No. You know, thanks. Showing some gratitude. Right. Um, but like, if you got, if I sent you a meaningful text, text Ben, I'm not going to know how that affected your day other than like how I want to read your response that you sent back to me. And that's just basically yeah. me talking to myself yeah. at that point. Right. If I'm making, if right. I'm putting the emotion behind your, your thought, Oh, you know, he didn't put an exclamation point or, you know, a 
a period or whatever. He didn't like give me an emoji. Yeah. So I have no yeah. idea how Ben how ex- received that. So. I didn't send you a meme, dude. Yeah, right. The meme. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you're <laughs> but, Right. So that kind of like puts us in that bubble where like it makes those social dynamics, the body. I mean, 70 percent of how we communicate is through body language, through face to face, through right. my, like our facial emotions, how we're kind of handling ourselves. And even on this on this call right now, we're only seeing like a little bit of that. Like I move my hands, you get catch a little brief, you know, brief hand movement yeah, yeah. going on there. Yeah. But um, I think that has caused a huge effect on how we're there for others. And it's really zoned into more about my life. It's, you know, it's my life. I'm the only one experiencing life. No one has yeah. a life outside of me. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, sometimes I'll be like driving and I'll see like, you know, I'll be looking at cars. I'm just thinking to my like, man, all, every single one of these people have a different life. They're all leading a different life. They all have families. They all have some, you know, yeah. some sort of drama or, or trauma that's gone like going on in their life. That's causing them to yeah. you know, do the things that they're doing right now. And yeah. I think people yeah. don't have that self-awareness of where they're at in that picture to even under, to even be able to comprehend what those around them may be going through and even infer like, I was like um, at my church service, I was watching elderly people go up and I saw them like bend down on a knee. And I'm like, these people are like chronically, like they have to be like, there has to be some chronic joint pain going on the way that they move. And they're yeah. willing to go down on a, on a knee for something that's bigger than themselves. And that just immediately, tra- like, I just, I just think about some of the things that they went through that they're still willing to do that. And right. that's just the sad thing is, is in, like, I know that with the, the realm of people that you're correcting that you're helping correct in a sense, uh, like letting them know, at least letting them know that they're doing something wrong. They get extremely, (laughs) and I'm sure Ben, that they don't even look at you as someone that has a job that has a family that has a life that has things that they need to do and responsibilities that they uphold to like provide. And they're just looking at you. dude. That's ruined their day. And like, they just look at me as a piece of shit. And I don't say that as like, and there is like, there is some people out there that really do appreciate, you know, what we do. That that doesn't make a difference to me. But, you know, the they're in it. Everyone's in it for themselves. And I think like a really good example of this would be, like, you go out right, like you go out tonight and go into a restaurant and you look around at the tables, and like, tell me the percentage of people that are on their phones mm-hmm. during dinner or whatever. Um, that I mean, it drives me nuts personally. It doesn't matter about my opinion, but. That's, I think that's a good kind of example. You know, you you'll see a family a family of six out right at a table. All all four kids are on their phone. The mom's on the phone. The dad's on the phone. And it's like, how do we get to this point? What's the point of going out to to eat with your family? There's no more. Where's the quality? There there is none anymore, man. Yeah. It's so sad. Like I, everything's through a phone. And that's kind of, I guess it's a little bit off topic, but it kind of ties into the self-awareness thing and, and how the society is nowadays. Um, and I'm guilty of it too, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, sometimes I can let like, you know, the work or whatever override it on my phone, but it, it really is unfortunate. And I, I wish, I wish it wasn't the way it was, but we kind of have to deal with what we got. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think man, it's gonna get any better anytime soon. No, not it's at gonna all. get it's worse. Gonna get actually, more, it's gonna get more intertwined with your reality, day to day life. To the point like yeah. you've seen game one or player one, where it's like yeah. you are. That's what that's their life. Like um, it's gonna get weird, man. It's gonna get like not. super weird. I, <laughs> I don't even know. It's gonna get probably too weird for my liking, but we'll see. Right. I mean, I mean, we got AI technology coming out. It's gonna be replacing a lot of the work. It's it's yeah. scary. And, you know, when it comes to um, when we're talking about like kids, like, I mean, the form, the technology that is used for babysitting now um, and the things that they're like allowing, like, man, I don't even get on YouTube myself, like unless I'm trying to fix my car. (laughs) (laughs) I have have a a horrible problem with YouTube. Like Really? Man, the like ads, YouTube videos. I just luckily like, for me, man, like once I started slapping four <laughs> ads in there, I was like, I don't even want to get on YouTube. <laughs> it's, it's bad because they know what you want to watch. So like they, yeah. for some reason and and see like when we I mean when you and I grow up, right, we didn't have 
like when we were in like elementary school or middle school, I think I forgot my first phone in middle school and it was a, the, the slider phone that you could text people on. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm really thankful for that. That's the way we grew up because I think it's made, you know, you and I, for example, how we are today, mm-hmm. somewhat, you know, decent with some common sense, I would like to say. Yeah. But now you look at these kids, bro, there's like two-year-olds that are that know how to run an iPad. Yeah, it's scary. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, um, that's because that's their form of babysitting. That's how they get them to, to, to be quiet. And there's an addictive, like, response to all that. Because you take it away, and they're like absolutely lose it. They have no self control yeah. at that point because they're like, "I want this," and I and like I get it all the time. And all and now yeah. I know. And this comes down to parent parenting, which is gonna. I'm, it's scary to see the implications as time goes on because of these actions and that these behaviors that are actually rewarded rather than being corrected is they'll throw a fit. They'll get the iPad back. And it makes you wonder too, man. Not not to get too far into it, to get too weird, but. You look at all these events that are happening around our country, aka school shootings and what's accepted, what's not accepted. It makes you wonder how much of a, of that has played into what's going on nowadays. And I, I, and I think it's safe to say a lot of it has played into what's going on nowadays. Yeah. But, well, people don't want to talk about how to solve that. Rather, they just yeah. want, they want to show some sort of you know social media support. Hey, everyone, right. you know, this happened. And this, and then they want to like immediately want to t- make it political rather than yeah, think about the, the mental issues that causes someone to take someone else's life. The, the yeah. fact that they're looking, they see human existence as an insult to whatever creator or creation that they, they represent or that they believe yeah. in. So they'll eliminate them and then they'll finish the task by eliminating themselves in the process. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is it's like crazy. something that needs to be at least taking steps to like, understand better so therefore we can make a make a you know run at stopping it and preventing it from happening and but like it's tough it's tough that day it's tough these days to like make sure that kids are properly supervised and so on because two parents both have to be working it's not it's not like back in the days where one parent could stay home and the other one bring in a sustainable income to make sure that they're providing for their family and that they right. don't worry about nurturing and building and right. instilling values of, of, you know, what the family wants to, to have. Now it's both parents are out there working out there trying to make a decent wage when prices are inflated. We got yeah. economic turmoil and uncertainty all around us now. And it's just, it's a very, it's a pivotal time. And this is, this is the time where I think a lot of characteristics are going to be instilled in, in our generation as we continue to yeah. rotate into the years where we're actually building families and so on, and that we're actually going to have, yeah. have to experience this sort of trauma in our day-to-day life and our environments around us to instill us to make us stronger. It's like a generational pattern. Like there's oppression, there was 9-11, there was wars, like this yeah. is our generation pattern. Like COVID was part of it. Like this is this next big event is what's going to like, help build us in that um into the generation that we're going to be but and it's really it's really you think about it man like how quickly everything has happened like changed um but when we were in high school for example you know what was that we were in high school when 2013 to 16 i think because mm-hmm. we were when we graduated 16 yeah either way you know so that's you're looking at however many years ago at that time everything was like like i would say normal great everything in the world the country was pretty much you know was not bad at all i I would say everything was going really well and that's like economy wise societal wise yeah um just like cost of everything and now it's within a matter of years everything is just completely like 180 yeah what that like when talking about like in high school, I was so ignorant. I would like I barely I would like I <laughs> had any sort of awareness of myself. Like you know what I mean? I didn't yeah. have like any crazy. I only I didn't even knew know what I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like who yeah. I am, my characteristics that my parents built up with me. So, but I do I I agree with you. Like I don't remember my parents like hearing any sort of conversations about like some of the things that are going on now, especially identity sex like the different sexes the different like all these different things that are that are unfolding now versus um you know back being in school and i i can't 
I can't tell you if it's because I was too ignorant and young or if. No, I think you're right. Games. I think, I think you're right, dude. I think it's just changed so much, you know, now it's, you have parents that, and I, not to even to get into it too much. It's just yeah. now you have parents that won't even gender, gender their kids when they're born because they don't want them to be wrong. And I'm like, I, that's just not how I grew up. And maybe that's just my experiences, but I don't think that's safe and or healthy for that kid. And and then you get in the weeds of like, you know, surgeries and, and transformations and all these things that are mentally and physically affecting these kids' health. Mm-hmm. And it's permanent. Um, I know we're getting off in the weeds, but there's just certain things, man, that just it, it, it blow my mind. And it, it's really sad that it's that it's still going on. Um, yeah. I wish I mean, there was a, a fix to it. Like a, a clear cut solution. But nowadays it just seems like everything is murky and gray. And that you just have yeah. to find your way in the middle, of, in the midst of it all. But yeah I, yeah, I agree. But I mean, when it comes down to generational, like generational habits, like how people are basically being raised, to, you know, as as a whole, I mean, obviously there's going to be, you know, uh, disparities throughout. But, you know, on average, like some of the things that are morally acceptable, acceptable now versus then. Um, and it's funny to kind of think yeah. about older generations and then like, you know, my grand, your grandparents or something like talking about and they're like, well, yeah, I mean, like it's so not in their <laughs> yeah. realm. Like it's like, where are we? Like, could you imagine yeah. going like trying to accept this? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's pretty crazy, interesting yeah. about that. But like having the awareness that your decisions that you learn now that you go through, like these these external things that are shaping our generation, you have to be intentional mm. about them. You have to think about the repercussions of it. If I do this now, what am I opening up the floodgates for? You know, what am I allowing? Like, I if I think that this behavior is okay, what am I allowing it down the road? Um, And and people don't want to think that way. People people don't want to put in the effort and or time to just put thought process into it. They'd rather be a victim. They'd rather do what they want to do. Their way is the only way. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's going to be. And unfortunately, that affects a lot more people than themselves. it's it's i'm telling you man it's crazy it's I think a lot of it i think of a lot of it too is like band-aid fixes because of the instant gratification that they want to see out of it i want this problem solved now and it's like well this is a pretty complex problem but us solving like yeah, <laughs> yeah. us doing this you can't take this quick. kid into the doctor and just you know chop his nuts off and then be like well we're good now and then they grow up and they're like well I don't want to be a, a chick anymore. It's like, well, that's already, it's permanent. We're done. Yeah. You know, there's no, you, there's no going back. Yeah. I think a more conservative approach would be, Hey, wait until you're an adult and then you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. When you turn 18, when you can make life decisions and make, you know, I, 18 is still pretty young to make decisions, but you're an adult and yeah. you know, when you're an adult, make your own decisions, do what you want to do. If you want to I mean, do your thing, it's going to affect me. I just have a problem with, when start talking about children and like kids, like young kids, that's when I have a problem with it. If you're an adult, dude, burn long, do what you gotta do. I don't care. Yeah, you know, go flap in the wind. But I, when you're when you're a kid, it just it, it kind of drives me crazy. Well, it's to me, it's like speaking frankly and just like purely on my opinion. I'm, I'm not like it's everyone is entitled to their own decision on this all, and like and they're absolutely they can absolutely do this if it's within the you know the confinements of the law, but. Why are you? Why am I so worried about my child's sexuality instead of enjoying their childhood, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Help it's crazy, it's crazy like, dude. I like, I like, I don't have anything against it. Like, you can be with anyone you want to be with. You can be anything you want to be with. But as long as you're a good person, that is going yeah. to treat other people like the way that you want to be treated, and continue to be, you know, to give some sort of value to any like life that you come across. That's all I'm going to worry about. I don't care whether like what your pronouns are, what your, um, you know, sexual identity is or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a talk for another day where it gets into all gets into the weeds. Yeah. But, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but Ben, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of hop on here and give us some insight on, you know, the, the side of your, you know, with, with your occupation, what you have to do, some of the things that you have to bear, uh, whether, you know, whether we're in the spectrum of things and people in occupations and stressful situations all have a remnant of 
But yours, I feel like, is a little more on a magnified mm-hmm. field as far as repercussions and and the direct like fallout of an action that you take, and just being aware and knowing yeah. that being aware of the uncertainty around around situations that you come up come upon, and then also you know being aware of you know who you are, your capabilities, how you operate, and knowing that if I make this decision, it's you know it's split second immediately. It's not like I have a week to think about it. It's you know as the time goes on, like yeah. I know that I made the right decision because it aligns ethic ethically with, you know, who I see myself to be. So I think that it's going to provide sort of anyone that comes across this, I think it's going to provide, you know, valuable insight with their situations as far as what, you know, what decisions are they're postponing because of uncertainty or not having, or not, mm. not, not wanting to believe in themselves or have that awareness around like, okay, if I continue to do what I'm doing, where is it going to get me? Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. And I think you, you kind of covered everything. Um, you know, the biggest thing is just sometimes you got to take chances. And, I, and it sounds really cliche. And I know there's probably a lot of dudes out there, or female, whatever, online that say all that kind of stuff. And they're, well, meanwhile, they're cooped up in a, you know, big man, million dollar house. You sometimes you got to make decisions and chances um, happen. And it's not going to be super easy, it's going to be pretty difficult. And life, life sucks sometimes, uh, a lot of the time, especially as an adult. But you got to power through it, dude. And um, it all works out, man. As long as you stay motivated and disciplined, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to run into a lot of issues. Uh, but just use those use those moments as, as learning moments. That's the biggest thing I've done. Y'all, all my failures, all, all my decisions that I've made that have turned out absolutely just horrendous, I've learned from it. And it's kind of, you know, in the future, it has helped me a lot. So... Um, but yeah, I think you're right. And I think being self-aware is okay. And, uh, you know, take, take advantage of it and and use that as a, as a strength if you can. 100%. So. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, man. No worries. Just one last thing, uh, that I want to ask you all is that if you're loving the content that we're doing here at Winning at Life, I would just ask that you guys show a little bit of love of maybe leaving a review or sending or sharing some of our episodes to others that maybe have spoken to you we just really appreciate all of you as our listeners and we always want to try to make things better for you all so just having that feedback and finding ways that we can make improve this for for both your your sake and ours um, is always what we're striving for to reach more people and to, and to help in that in that manner